0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Diaz Yorick, Fly Guy DY, the Prince of Seattle. And like how I always do it, you know how I do it, you know how I get down. Let's go ahead and give ourselves a big old make sure the volume's up. A big old round of applause. (laughs) I hope all is well with everybody out there. What's the word on the street? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, but I'm back, baby. I'm back. Uh I feel pretty good. Hope everything I hope you guys are feeling good as well. Sunday. Beautiful Sunday. Um Yeah, man. So, um let's get right into it. So, I have my ooh. Ooh. Whoa, I'm dropping stuff. Dropping stuff. But I had my test results. So, my test results came back. Today and they, you know, negative. Like I knew it. Come on, COVID need to be worried about me. Y'all worried about COVID. They need to be worried about me. You see what I'm saying? But um, nah. But in all honesty, um, please be safe. Please mask up. Do all that good stuff. And um, yeah, well, everybody will get through this. But they came back negative, which I probably figured that they would. Um, now I can do the things that I really wanted to do. On Friday. Believe it or not, I wanted to do some things. I wanted to take care of business on Friday, but I couldn't because of the simple fact that I had to quarantine and just had to wait for the test results, and it it sucked. Now, I didn't have it, but it feels weird. Like, my boy, like I said uh, last episode, my boy Rod had it, and it's weird, like, because he had this um. it's just weird. I, I feel for the people that have to quarantine. Like, you can't be around your family. And even when I was around my, my my mom and my my sister, I still had to act like I had it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was wearing a mask in the house. Like I'm doing stuff I never thought I would be doing. You know? And um, it's all predicated. And it's just crazy how it's the domino effect or the butterfly effect. How it's just... How it's just... It's one person that can mess it up for everybody involved in... So, I'm feeling better now. Uh, You know, no one's worried. The pressure's alleviated off my shoulders. It's pertaining to COVID and getting the test results and stuff like that. So, uh, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. So, now I get to do things I need to do tomorrow. I wanted to go shopping. I wanted to go shopping on Friday, but I couldn't. I had to go get tested on Friday. I wanted, you know, so I wanted to get my hair cut on Friday, too, but I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, but now I got the next week, the new week. Uh, hopefully I get my hair cut, hopefully I get to go shopping tomorrow, God willing, and, yeah, you know, I might keep this episode a little bit short, I was just, I got the itch to record, and then, ooh, excuse me, I, I didn't, I didn't have the, the, um, not necessarily the, the nerve, but I didn't have, like, there's no monologue, I'll just say that. Now, typically I come on here, there's like a 20-30 a minute monologue about me, or just a rant about something. But maybe, that, maybe that'll maybe that turn into, maybe the next topic will turn into that, because I don't really have a a rant, per se, to talk about. Um. But you know what's funny? I was, um, and reality is a mug, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm Thanos- But I want to get a... This is so off topic. I want to get a Thanos poster so bad. Like, he's probably one of my favorite. Him, the Joker, and Killmonger are, like, some of my favorite villains. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the Heath Ledger Joker, one of my favorite villains of all time. When you think about it, like... The moral compass that these guys have, like, here's the thing: Thanos said what he was going to do, what he's going to do, and then he left. Like, he didn't terrorize more people, you know what I'm saying? If in the in the in game, he was more evil, quote unquote, than Infinity War, if you want to say that, like, because, yeah. So I just feel like he was more evil, and I'm pretty sure that's how they want they they wrote him. Like that, and Josh Brolin is a hell of an actor because he played, he pulled that off. I don't think no one else can play Thanos like he like he can. But um, he, you know, I think, um, but anyway, back to what I was talking about, like the moral compass that they have. Like, Killmonger wanted to help his people, he wanted to get back to his people, he wanted to open the borders, but he just went about the wrong way. The Joker, it was never about. Well, in that movie, he said, you know, when he burned his half of the money, he's like, it's never, it was never about the money. It was about the chaos. It was about the anarchy. It was about overthrowing power and giving the power back to the people. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it in con- in a convoluted way, he because he, he killed all the government officials and all the people that were higher up in Gotham. He turned Harvey Dent into Two Face. Like he overthrew it, Gotham. It was just one man. Like he just overthrew everybody. You know what I'm saying? And then with Thanos, he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. He said, the world is, the whole universe is overpopulated. I'm going to take away half the universe. And then you heard about it with Gamora and, and where she came from. He took, obviously, he kidnapped the kid. Can't be doing that. But he said, you, you, the planet was dying. I erased half of the population. And guess what? Everybody's happy. And I was just like, Damn. Yeah, and you couldn't get mad at him. You're like, ah, oh, you know, they lost, right? You didn't want him. You didn't want them to win, but you could see the, you could see the character motivation. Like it was really well written, and that's like a fan. Like everybody was a fan of Thanos. You were like, yeah, I can see the motivation, and then he got killed in the beginning. So it was, and then he came back to life. I don't. know, It was crazy. It was confusing. Um, for just not. Nah, it was not to me because they made it not confusing, but I know some, some people could be like, it's confusing. But um, yeah, but yeah, anyway, reality, <laughs> reality is crazy. Reality is different. That's what I was trying to say. Reality is different. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but I know amongst my friends and my family, I've said, I've said this sentiment where people with different money live in a different reality. I could never understand it. I don't come from money. Un- and I and I and I'm blessed and I'm thankful that I don't because my reality, my perception of what reality really is, is distorted when you have money. You know, because it's so funny. People with money are not untouchable. If you've seen God rest all God rest the souls of all the rappers that have passed away this year, and I think what started that chain of event, I mean, people were getting killed before Nip Nip Hustle. But that was like the turning point. Like you didn't think, if he got killed in his own hood, that was like the biggest thing. Like if he got killed in his own hood and he has all the money in the world, then when I say all the money in the world, I mean to like a hood, regular street dude, that's all the money in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like he's worth 20 million plus, like he has money. A 20, a street dude would never see 20 million unless you were like a Pablo Escobar, uh, El Chapo, unless you were like a a kingpin, you know? Whether it was extorting, laundering money, whatever the case may be, he got to a certain point and got so he got to a certain point and wanted to rebuild the hood and got killed in his own hood. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of showed everybody that no one was safe. Even if he, even if you even even a regular dude like me, you're not safe. You're not safe. No one's safe. And I think people think that when you have money, you become more safe. Like, it's a distorted reality. And this is a terrible example, but I was on Snapchat. I was on the dead app. Snapchat's a dead app. Let's just be honest. I only use it to communicate with people and, you know, post stuff pretending to the show. That's the only reason why I use it. Because I know people. some people still use it, in amongst my demographic and age group, they still use it. But I think everybody is slowly starting to go to Twitter because Twitter's, like, the better app. Like, I don't know. Um, people are like, I don't know how to use Twitter. I'm like... It's the same as like Instagram. Like you just follow pages. It's hard to follow pages because you don't know, but you gotta follow people that follow the correct pages. It's like when you have an Instagram, like you don't know who to follow. Like there's no way to use a particular app. You just like, you kind of just learn as you use it. You learn as you go. Um. But anyway, I, um. so when I was, what was I talking about? I was on Snapchat. I seen this girl. Now, I don't know if she has this car. I highly, I highly doubt it. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't pass. It wouldn't be past me. It wouldn't, it wouldn't. I wouldn't put the thought past me. So, it was her birthday, um, and she had a car. Now I have a car, ninety nine Accord, green bean. The car is dark green. It looks so. To me, it looks weird. Um, but not, not, I have a ninety nine Accord, green bean. I think that's, like, one of the first times I've ever said, like, I've had what, what type of year my car is and stuff like that. So if you want to look at what a 99 Accord is, EX, go be my guess. But um, it's a good car. It works. And the car, like like Drake said, man, the car can get from A to B, but it won't impress you. I think I said this on the last episode. It won't impress you, but it'll get there. It'll get you there, you know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, she had, a she was driving a Tesla. Now you can drive a Tesla. But I was like, this is crazy. Because she goes to school. That's why I'm saying I wouldn't put it. She goes to school in Bellevue. I know the girl, right? I know of the girl, stuff like that. Goes to school in Bellevue. Bellevue is on the east side of the greater Seattle area. Um, I think it is. It's like, it's east. It's a little bit like northeast. It's just east. We'll say east. It's on the uh, east side of the greater Seattle area. Um... And I just wouldn't put in, you know, great schools are over there. Only grade schools are over there, you know. And I wouldn't put it past me because I'm just like, oh, okay. And, it, like, this matters, but it kind of does a little bit. She dates a white dude. Like, that matters, but it don't matter. And the girl's not white. The girl's black. It doesn't matter. Now, that dating, me saying that she dates a white dude matters, but it, it doesn't really matter. But I'm just telling you, like... If you were in the hood, downtown Renton, where I went to school at, you're not seeing a lot of white people. That was like the least, most populated, like as far as like a demographic. That was the least. That was like the one that wasn't there. It was only black. It was the schools predominantly black, Hispanic, and Asian. There and, and white people were like the, like five percent for Renton. Yeah, there was more Hispanic and Asian people than there was black people. Believe it or not. But more black people don't even, but if, <laughs> surrounding the area, Skyway, from, from, from Renton, downtown Renton to Skyway, it was only black people, black and Hispanic people. But I say that to say this if you're around money, you're obviously going to be around money. Money attracts money, but it's also a distorted reality, you know, because you just don't know what other people go through. And then they say it's a, they're tone deaf. And and they don't mean to be tone deaf because they don't know, and no one's telling them, you know, because no one has the time. People that are come from those areas don't have the time to be like, "Yo, I am struggling. Yo, I need help. Yo, whatever, whatever. Blah blah blah. Whatever the case or the of the case of the circumstance is, they don't have time to explain that to the person that's on the east side of Washington. I mean, on the east side of Seattle. You know what I'm saying? No one. They don't have the time for that. And respectfully, they don't have the time for it because I have to worry about how I put food on the table. You know what I'm saying? I got to worry about that. So it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different for people that have money that are around money. And it, but the and my thing is like they try to relate. I don't I don't like that. Don't relate. Keep it keep it 1000. I don't like I said. You'll never you know I I will know what people like that go through, that don't necessarily have all the money in the world. I know what that feels like. I do. And there'll be a time and place where I explain the whole story with my family's consent and blessing and the whole nine. But there was a time where you didn't know when the next meal was going to come. And you had to figure it out. That's why I really got a job. So I wouldn't have to ask for nothing no more, you know what I'm saying? Like this, you get, you just, there's certain steps that you have to take. As a black man, you gotta grow up faster than a white man. That's why a lot of these white people, white dudes out here are immature. You got we have to I have to grow up faster. I just have to. The world's gonna tell me to grow up and I gotta grow up. And it ain't and, and, and it ain't they fault. I mean, for everybody to be put in a certain circumstance, if you wanna take it back all the way then, then yeah, it is their fault. But you know, they they can't I mean, hey. But the the relatability is not there. You never know. I used to have, um, and I feel bad because we talk about inclusion and want to include everybody in certain conversations and topics, but you will never understand. You just can't understand. That's why I never understood why people have like, like, I never understood why they would have those black panels and they would invite white people on there. Like, no. (laughs) I get it. I get it because you want... Oh man it doesn't make any sense it makes my it, it's like a it's a break, it's not a big brain move it's it's really little brain it's tiny brain it's inconceivable it's just super small brain it's a grain of salt brain you know what i'm saying like they don't know those people that come from money don't know they'll and they'll never know they have a different reality they, they live in a different utopia and they live in a different society you know what I'm saying they, they live in a different society a different reality. You know what I'm saying, and the only way they will understand is if you put them in a for a month. Put them in, put them in there for a month. Put them in the hood for a month. And see what happens. I'm not saying take away their job for a month or put it on hold. You know what I'm saying. They'll get back pay or whatever the case may be. But if you want people to really understand, put them in the hood. And there's some white folks that are in the hood, but put the all uh, the rich white folks that want to understand, and want to help, put them in the hood. They can't. They don't know. They don't know. And like I said, I brought up the girl because it, it was just funny to me because it don't matter. Even if you black, you still got the and if you got money, your reality is a little different. And her reality is a little different than me. They different than mine and my homeboys. We be I we, my cousin works in the construction and he you know, and I love him to death and he knows that. He's he thinks he's getting paid, but no. he's not i'm not getting paid you think i'm happy working you think i'm happy i love doing this if i was getting paid for like i said i always say as soon as i'm getting paid from the podcast i quit my jobs period you think i am happy working i have to go get up and go to bellevue to work you think i'm happy to do that no i'm not and it pushes, and and me having to get up and be like, I don't want to go to work, blah blah blah. That makes me go harder doing this, doing something I love to do, because if you do something that you love to do, you'll always get paid for it, and you'll always reap the benefits from it. But this is why I go harder. You know what I'm saying? This is why. It's just just golly geez. Like, I I get it. Even my homeboy, my other homeboy, he works construction too. He works the graveyard. I said, hell no. (laughs) One of my homeboys was like, I might have to look into it. No, I'm not looking into it. And it's not because I don't want to do that work or whatever the case may be, but hell no. They don't see it. They'll start to get pissed. They'll start to get so frustrated. They're like, I don't even want to do this no more. But you can't because you're already in that cycle, that habit of doing it. Your subconscious is telling you stop doing it. Go find, you know. Be, find a passion or a hobby, something that you want to do, and but they'll always be caught up in that same loop of your body's is already like, oh, it takes twenty eight days for your body to form into a habit, and for your conscience to be like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I just get I, I gotta get up and this that, and the third. But my subconscious always tells me, York, you don't want to do this no more, you don't. But and I, and then let me get back to the other point to wrap it up because that point was so weak the 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 point was so weak. The point was a leaf, an autumn leaf. It just, it was so weak. You can step on it; it crumbles. Right. The point I'm trying to make is it don't matter where you come from. Money is money, and they have a different reality. And it's a, it shocked me. It, it it shocks me when Black people have that reality, because I'm not gonna say they sold out, because you work. Some people do work hard to get to where they're at. You know what I'm saying? But I know the other side of the coin. And I've seen some. You, I seen some black folks sell out just to get to the just to get to the side, just to get to the other side of the rainbow. Not put the work in, but they just still sell out though, for sure. And no one could ever call me a sellout. I'll never sell out. Period. I'll stay down for the come up. I'll never sell out. What do you get from selling out? Cause you, if you're gonna sell out and it don't and it don't crack, I remember the Undertaker. In you know the, the Undertaker, you know, he the wrestler. He said <clears throat> something. His dad gave him his dad gave him some advice, and he was like, he told him he said "Son, be careful of all the toes you step on on the way up to the ladder, or all the way up to the top. Because if it don't work out, those are all the asses you got to kiss on the way back down. You know what I'm saying?" And I was just like, "That's real. That's some real." And if he, if you don't get it. You stepped on those toes. You broke relationships. You broke bonds with people that you had to just just to get to the top. You took advantage of people to get to the top. And now, when it doesn't work, in order to get back to the top, you gotta kiss their ass, falling down that ladder just to get back up to where you need to be. And that's real. And one thing I and one thing I never did, and I've seen a lot of people do it, and this is how I know me from selling. I know people will sell out in a heartbeat just to get some money. You just look at him in class. If you see him in class, a teacher's pet kissing ass, I never did that ever. I was so I was so real I was like, man, hell no, I ain't kissing your ass just to just to get this good grade or whatever the case may be. Now if I had a bad grade and I had a grade check I needed to turn in, I would ask you, but I'm not telling you to throw me a bone. Hey, throw me a bone. Da-da-da. No man. Hey, can you just bump this up or whatever the case may be and then call it call it good. You know what I'm saying? They were like, well, you promised to do what? Promise to do what? <laughs> I just asked you. And you you know what I'm saying? And I, cause I, I didn't come up to you and be like, hey, can you please, please, please? I just said, hey. And if not, if not, if not. If not, if not. Then I'll deal with the consequences and the repercussions. Like a man. But I'm going to ask first, regardless. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't like selling out. But this is a different reality. When you come from money and you have money, it's a different reality that you face. And especially if you're black, because you'll never you you don't look back. It's a weird thing. Some look back. When you have enough money, you will look back. But the people that, like I said, she has a, she was driving a Tesla, and you're just like, how in the hell you have a Tesla? You know what I'm saying? White kid would be like, oh I know how she got a Tesla. Do 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 do. I have I have a Tesla. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, but you're white, so it's a little different. The advantages you have are a little different than my advantages. <laughs> Um, I gotta start from the bottom <laughs> literally I gotta start from the bottom. nothing was handed nothing was tied with a ribbon and handed to me. I had to work to get it. you know what I'm saying, so it's a little different and um but I feel like people that think that that people that have money think that think that we're in the same reality when we're not we're not I just faced a different whole different reality, you know, especially if you're black, you are black and you an American, oh man, you gotta face a whole different reality. A different reality that a lot of us don't want to really face, but we ain't got no choice. And that's just us facing the world. And as black people, we got to face the world. But, yeah, I just, I just noticed that. I was just like, this is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, but I was, I was in awe. I was so shocked. I was like, ooh. That, that was my knee. I know y'all heard that. But um, I was just so shocked because I was like, I wonder if you had a conversation with her. Would she just think everything is so peachy and everything is just so sunshine and rainbows and just one-sided? No, it's not. But it's funny to me how, it's, it's like the people, this, this, this talk, let's just talk about help for a little bit, or understanding. Understanding is a is a, is a cold thing to like, grasp because you're not gonna understand everything that happens. I get it. And I think the biggest word of the year was understanding I think that was the biggest word in comprehending, you know, understanding the circumstances that you're in and that others are in and try to help one another. I think that was the biggest thing that we needed to look at, especially the back half of the year. Obviously, the first year was about mourning and COVID and Kobe and, you know, but now in appreciating what you have and be thankful. But I think thankful was the first half of the year. Like that was the word of the year for like the first half. But then the latter half of the year, it was understanding. When George Floyd was getting, when when he got killed and when there was all these riots and Black Lives Matter, the whole movement, you don't, and it's self-education and self reevaluation. I think that's going to be the biggest steps moving forward. If you want to, if we want to have a good ecosystem as far as human beings and want to survive, I think that would probably be the best, the next best thing that we do. Take those steps forward and we you know. But I feel as if it doesn't make any sense for um it's hard. It's hard for it's hard for white people and I'm not gonna tell you they I I can't say they don't support because there are some people that are in the struggle with us and I appreciate that, you know. But it, it just it's it's different than saying it's it's a different motive. You know what I'm saying? Fight for us. You have to be, I'm not saying y'all, y'all gotta be the spokespeople, spokes, uh, spokesmen, and spokeswomen for our cause because you guys will never understand it. But stop trying to be that. I think that was the biggest thing that I didn't like. Yeah, all these white people on the news talking about Black Lives Matter, this, that, and the third, whoopty wompty. I'm like, and don't have the Uncle Toms up there either saying that. You can't have them saying it either. You, you can't have them because they're the, they're the same. They're gonna reiterate the same message, period. What you need to have is what pretty much, why a lot of people probably voted was because of LeBron. And that whole, and Patrick Mahomes and the athletes and the rappers and the entertainers and their whole movement of we have to vote. Because they didn't even vote. You know what Shaq said? Shaq said, it's my first time voting. I said, why haven't you voted before? You know what I'm saying? The vote matters, you know? And I was hesitant to vote because I'm like, I don't want to vote for lesser of the two evils. But I don't even want to say they're evil. He guys, for me, Harris. I know, and I know they had some questionable calls in their careers. Biden and Harris, they get a clean slate for me. I just want to see what they can do. You get a clean slate. You get a clean slate. You get a second chance at redeeming yourself, if that's what you want to call it. But to me, it's a clean slate. I think they're gonna do just fine. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta come into open. We have to have an open heart and an open mind about them trying to potentially make the country a better place. Um, yeah, and I think fear is like one of the biggest things ever. Fear controls the masses If because sh- that's all it's shown. If you show love and respect for one another, that will control us and we'll be better off that way. But the media don't want it like that. Some parts of the media don't want it like that. It's easier to scare people than to tell them that it's, everything's gonna be all fine, we have gotta work together, we gotta be happy, kumbaya. Lock arms. They don't want to hear that. People don't some people don't want to hear that. But um yeah, I just think we just need to have our own spokespeople. And we gotta have people that understand the struggle. Like that's why Nip Hustle was so great. That's why a lot of us love Nip Hustle. It wasn't because of the music he made, it was because of he came from that. Meek Mill came from that the struggle. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, and if you ever wonder why Drake has never spoken about something like this about voting, well, first of all, he's not an American. <laughs> he don't live in America no more. Second of all, he—he he, obviously it's a sad thing. He everybody knows that everybody gotta get their act together, but he was looking at it from like the perspective of I didn't I I didn't come from the streets, so I don't know how that I don't know how me speaking about that would impact the people in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Nip and them came from the streets. Hove came from the street. Oh, I don't know if Hove ever spoke about voting and stuff like that, but probably has in the past because that was a big thing, probably back then as well. Getting yeah, black people to vote. And like I said, if it was advertised to us as much as it was this year, election year, then we would probably vote a lot more. But it ain't. It wasn't, I don't remember it being advertised like that back then in 2016. They told you, they pretty much told you not to vote for 2016 because who wanted to vote for Hillary and who the hell wanted to vote for Donald Trump? So it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't brought to our attention how it could have been and how it probably should have been, but also, yeah, so just like this year, it just, it was just brought to our attention a little bit more and we woke up and was like, we have to vote. We have to get them out of here. (laughs) But don't just get him out of here and be like, I don't like Biden. Well, give him a chance. Give him a chance. And you'll see if, he, if you know, give him a chance. I say give him two years. If you don't like him in two years, then maybe you can start having the notions to probably impeach him or whatever the case may be. But give him two years. Just, I say give him two years. If Whatever he does in these two years, and if he does some great things within these two years, then he was all right as a president, I guess. But um, it's, hard to, it's hard to judge a man who hasn't, who hasn't completed a job yet, you know. It's hard. That's a whole different role that he took a long time ago, you know when he was a part of that administration with Clinton, that was a whole different ball game back then everybody was no one was no one was educated, everybody didn't do the research, so that was a different ball game, but now that he's had a he was the vice president of a black man, so and he's had some ignorant things because no one held him in check. so you know it is what it is, but um yeah, so. Different realities, man. I just wish that we would have our own spokespeople that understood the struggle. You know, not... But understand the struggle, but don't talk to everybody. You know? And what I mean by that is talk to only black people because the only people that could get themselves out of, if you want to call it a rut, or the, the system that we put ourselves in as far as just like... Killing each other and doing this that, damaging our own communities, destroying our, destroying ourselves, is us. White people can't help us. That's what I mean by having our own spokespeople, is that, they can only help us. If you understand the struggle where you come from, learn how to uplift one another. White people can't uplift the black person. this, they, they can, but it it don't hit home the same. <laughs> it really, literally, it don't hit home the same. You don't understand You don't want to put us in slavery Your ancestors put us in slavery Well I didn't But you are a part of the problem On why we're like this and why we hate ourselves You are a part of the problem So it's, it's, it's not weird for me to When I, I like the support And in the, in the help that we're getting The notoriety But now It's the time for us to be like Look For black people to have wake up call Like we need to help each other We realize that They might not help us all like that The most they will do is just say, our lives matter, black lives matter. That's the most they will probably say. So now it's on us to be like, look, Malcolm X said it. I know it was in a movie, but even he probably said this. He said the same sentiment probably was just like, look, don't help us. Don't give us money. Don't do none of that stuff. If you want to help us, just make sure you're not doing the same. If you want to help, this is what I was saying. Make sure that you're not doing the same mistake that you were. Make sure that the mistakes are cleaned up and you continue to self-educate and self-reevaluate. And that's it. That's what we want. We don't want to be treated the same as as we were in the 50s and the 60s and stuff. We don't want to be treated like that no more. We're tired. I think everybody's tired of being treated like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the next step in the evolution. I think that's what's gonna help us. Um so yeah. But that's reality. That's the reality we face in America as a black American. That's the reality we, we face. And, you know, different realities, different shows, you know, from different folks, but that's a different reality, man. That's a, your perception is your reality. So if all you see is Bellevue and the high life and stuff like that, then yeah, that's going to be your reality. And you're not going to look at the other side of the coin. And I realize this, every city is a tale of two cities. Like every, every city has a tale of two cities. And I hated the book by Charles Dickens. I think that we read. I didn't even read the book. But the book was too long. It was so boring. Written like, I don't know. It was written way back when. But I understand it now. You know, you had the rich people. The rich people were treating the poor people fairly. And the poor people... And the, and the people that were impoverished got fed up. And that's what happened. It's a it's a, it's a revolution. It's That's what's going to happen. And they're seeing it now, but... We got to stop killing... As a black American, we got to stop killing each other, first of all. We just got to stop doing that. We got to stop killing one another. And whatever it is, it ain't that. I mean, I don't come from the streets. But I know what it... I know people from the streets. I know how thick it can get. And I know the beef. Um, But it's bigger than that. You know? And it's eye for eye. They want you to be eye for eye. You can't see. Eye for eye, everybody's blind. You know? So... It's just, you got to learn how to take yourself out of certain situations. You got to learn how to grow up and just say whatever sometimes. Sometimes you got to just shrug your shoulders and be, Jordan shrug, whatever, you know, and and it is what it is. But like I said, I can't speak on street stuff because I'm not a street person. I just can. I just know the impact of it all. And if you learn the details of it, I know personal details of certain situations that have happened in the last few months. You're like, well, I wasn't that deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wait, it wasn't that serious. And you're just like, well, yeah, I know it wasn't that serious. But it still happened. So we, gotta do, we just got to do better. As people, my advice in a nutshell, we just got to do better. And we'll we will. But if we don't get better, I don't know what will. But like I said, but I work in Bellevue now. So I work in Bellevue now because... I wanted to see what my reality was gonna be. I wasn't gonna turn my, I don't don't like turning back on people, especially the people that have helped you get to where you're at. You always say thank you, you know, whatever it is. I remember, (laughs) this is a story. I remember I've told every girl I used to talk to, thank you. Every girl I used to mess with, I told him thank you. I was just like, thank you because you've helped me become who I am as a man. This is way back when. It's like two years ago. But I told them that. And, you know, they appreciated that. You know? Because it made me who I am right now. And I'm continuing to grow and be the man that I am. So it made me appreciate that. You know? I appreciated every little life lesson, every little thing that I've learned in my life. I appreciated it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep going. I can't stop. I won't stop. But the last thing I wanted to talk about, and that was a little bit of a mixed... I'll say that it was a uh, that whole topic. It was kind of the message was there. Um, it was cluttered. It was a cluttered thought, you know. But I'm pretty sure different situations. You come from money. You have a different reality than the other people that they face. Like I said, and I, the note was incomplete. So that's why my thought was incomplete when I had that. But um, yeah, it was. I grinded it out. But anyway. Yeah, different money. You come different money. You come from money. You a different reality, and it ain't the reality that the world sees, you know, because you're coddled and you don't know you don't know what people go through, and don't try to act like you do. Just, just you know, don't try to act like it. Just say I understand. Just say I I don't know what you're going through, but I can help you in any way you. I help me under. Help me help you. That's what it is. Hurt people, hurt people, and help people. Helped people, help people, and. That's what it that's what it boils down to. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about is the different dynamic between family like your friends and your parents. Now, because I was in the shower and I was just thinking about like so I social media is a I see what you guys are doing. No one will know no one knows what I'm doing. Ever. You'll never know what I'm doing unless I say it. But um and people are like, why are you in my business? Nah, 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 nah. Well, you posted it on social media. So you, when you do that, social, life, society, right? So you allow people to see what you're doing. And you want people to see what you're doing. That's why you posted it. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Why else, why else would you post it? Like, Why else would you do something like that if you didn't want nobody to see it? That don't even make no damn sense. <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. You... Those, and those are the people that are in that population. The the stupid population. They're in that same population of I don't want you to know what I'm doing. Everybody's worried about what I'm doing. No, 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 no. No one's worried about what you're doing. You're just posting it, and you want a reaction. You want people to talk about you, stupid. So why else would you do that? And I, and I know it's not a conscious thing that you're thinking about. It's a subconscious thing. But come on. Now you're in that population of you think people are that obsessed about you, and you, and you think people really care about you, when they don't. And that's real. But... I was just, like, somebody that I know out of state, and I was just like, ooh. <laughs> I said, ooh, no. I said, nah, nah. Couldn't do it. But, um, and I was thinking about this stuff. Like, when I went up to Atlanta, it was kind of boring, but then I realized, like, Atlanta was, like, a different, whole different city. You got to go with, like, your friends. But I'm like, well, my mom is my friend, and so is my dad, and, you know, those are my best friends. But they're my parents first, so it's a different dynamic, I guess. You know what I'm saying? The older you are, the more of an understanding you have with your parents. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, your parents are your parents and your friends are your friends, and the dynamics is a little different. For me, not really, because like I mean it is, I'm not gonna say parents say it, it isn't, but for me, my parents like I said are some like they're my best friends, so I'll tell them anything, I have no problem. Then they won't be the first person I tell. They might be the the secondary person or the secondary, you know what I'm saying. Go to. They're not like the. They're not tertiary. Tertiary is an uh, an associate or whatever the case may be. But they might be secondary. You know, I'll tell my friends first if some, if it's something sensitive. That like I said, it's a different diff, it's a different dynamic because there's certain things that you tell your friends before you tell your parents, and there's certain things to you tell your parents before you tell your friends. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? And there's certain things that you would tell both of them. Like, hey, I got a girlfriend. You would tell both of them at the same time, more than likely. I'm pretty sure you'd probably tell your friends that you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You'd probably tell your friends first before you tell your parents. But you should probably tell your parents before you tell your friends. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, attention, not attention, but uh, that's what I'm thinking about right now, but... Yeah, the dynamic between you and your friend, your friends and your parents are a little different. I think everybody knows that, but I think some people don't like their parents, and it sucks how some parents just keep it just parent, and some keep it just, you know, and some are too lax and be disrespected because that's how they talk to their friends. There's a good balance, and I I, I think my parents have have found that perfect balance between being a friend and being a parent, and I respect them as both, you know what I'm saying? I just have a, I just have a, I find it hard, so I'm like, how do you not like your parents? You know, your parents, you 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 know, the same. You can't live with them, but you also can't live without them. So, but you know, what do I know? But um, yeah. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I wanted to keep it short, but I'm I'm let's go on another rant. You know, let's take take me there, take me to the rabbit hole. Let's go down. Let's go uh, down. Into my brain a little bit, you know. Take a deep dive into my brain. I was um at work. A few days ago, and like I just said about oh uh, the person on social media, you know, who's like, why well, you worried? people are worried about me. They're not worried about you. Um, ain't nobody worried about you. <laughs> oh him. Ain't nobody worried about him. But um, yeah. So it's just like attention is a hell of a drug it's the most it's the most it's the mass-produced drug right now oh you thought oh in the 80s oh it was cocaine 90s oh it was crack right oh in the two in the 21st century guess what it is it is uh attention it's the most mass-produced thing and people are so high on it right now you know what i'm saying and it's just so funny to me like how are you so high on attention because it comes and goes and I realize this. It's like every other drug. The first time you get that high, you'll never be able to catch it again. So what do you do? You do. You just do more things. You do more outlandish things. You do things that get people talking about you. People like to be talked about. That's so weird. We live in a... They People are fake. First of all, I'll just say that. People are fake. And people like being talked about behind their back. They love that. They're like, I don't... I don't know why you're talking about me, but you want to be talked about. If they weren't talking about you, you'd be worried (laughs) because you were like, what am I doing wrong? And you're not doing nothing wrong. You're doing everything you're supposed to do. No one's talking about me because I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. You can't say not one bad thing about me. And if you do, it's some old ish that was way back when that I forgot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I forgot I did that. But that's, you know... Because I'm, I keep it grown, I keep it grown. And Another thing I don't understand about girls, I can't speak on it. Now I was talking to myself before I went to sleep. Insomnia is a mug, but um, somebody asked me, "Are you pro-choice? Are you pro-choice or are you pro-life?" I'm pro whatever the girl wants. Honestly, it ain't my body. You know what I'm saying? I can't call. I'm, I can't make that judgment call. That's not my place. Get my opinion. Get my suggestions, get my advice. You know what I'm saying? Because we're in this together. But if she wants to have a kid, I'm not gonna flake on the kid. I'm not gonna fall on the, the girl. And if she was like, you know, I want to abort the kid and I, I'm not ready for it, then I'll pay for half of it or I will pay for seventy five percent of it, and then we just go ahead and do the and do the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? I am not gonna be like, don't do it. I don't. I have no control. I have no control. This is all you talk to a physician, talk to your parents, talk to my parents. Get the the best advice, the best suggestions, talk to third parties, talk to whomever you need to talk to in order to make that judgment call. But, yeah, so, but I just never understood, and I, that was just a whole different type of topic, a different thing I was talking about. These are, most of the topics that I get, because uh, I have insomnia, they they come from when I'm trying to talk myself to sleep. I, I do that frequently. Um, yeah, insomnia is a mug, but, um... So I was like, I don't like fast girls, you know? I don't like them. And it it ties in with the attention. Like, fast. Like, you're so fast. Like, sit your butt down somewhere. Sit your ass down somewhere, you know? I don't like that. I just don't like it. I see it all the time. I'm like, but what is the need to grow up? Like, what's the rush to... What? what why do you feel the need to... I gotta do this. I gotta do what a 25-year-old does. Like... What's the need? Like, why? That ain't going nowhere. Everything you're doing now, and that, the, and that a 25 year old is doing, it ain't going nowhere. If anything, it's going to get better when you're older, right? So, it ain't going nowhere. I just never understood it. And they could be like, well, because you're not doing it, you're not living in it. And I'm like, I don't want to live that life. I like the mellow, chill, even kill, doing what I'm supposed to do. Trying to build a business, trying to build, a, trying to build a business, trying to build a brand. I like that life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into the whole living the fast lane because where does that get you? It gets you nowhere fast. You live life in the fast lane, but it gets you nowhere fast. And that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you think that that's cool. Cool people aren't cool people. People that do or act like they're cool aren't cool people. I just wanna let you know that right now. I'll let you know. That ain't cool. That'll never be cool to me. You think you're so cool that you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. Crazy. Because you want to say that uh, I'm doing stuff I'm not supposed to be doing? I wish I was. Oh, I wish. I wish. I wish. You know, and I'm not trying to get preachy. You know what I'm saying? But that's real. And everybody said, oh, you want to be a good pastor or a good preacher. I'm like... But I'm not talking about the word, the word of the Lord. I'm talking about what what the hell you're supposed to be doing at our age group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're doing everything else but what you're supposed to be doing. You're doing everything ass backwards. But I get it. You know, that's the world you live in. And that's the reality you're going to face when you're older. When you're 25 and trying to figure it out. we should have been figuring it out when you was 18, 19, 20, 21. There's years for it. They're called college. There's years for that. There's a set out amount of years for you to figure something out. And you took the time to be fast. And guys are fast, too. Guys, but I feel like, but you can't tell a guy. You know, a guy's going to do whatever a guy does. But you would think a girl would get it more because there's a lot more pressure on a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be successful and stuff like that, there's a lot more pressure. And society puts that pressure on women, which which is unfortunate, but... You would think that you would just get your act, you would clean it up, you know. But some people don't change. People are still mentally still in. People are still mentally in high school, and you see that now. You and and you ain't gotta look too far. People are still petty. People still want to have drama when they say they don't want to have drama. You want to have drama. You know what I'm saying? Because if you ain't doing nothing, if there ain't no drama, then your week ain't fulfilled. Right? Or I'm like, you guys are corny, man. I'm done. I'm done with these people. This is why I stay in the house. I've mastered the art of being happy by staying in the house. I love staying in the house, dude. After I'm off work, I don't be like, oh, let me go out to the club, meet me, the club. Let me go out to a party. Da, 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 da. Hell no. Bef- even before COVID, I was like, oh, home. I catch the bus home. Huh. Oh, I'm off work. I get to go home. Put my put my, my, my earphones in and walk to the bus stop. H- home. Home. Hell yeah. Love it, I love it there, you know what I'm saying. But these people don't like home because they don't like themselves. If you if you can't if you can't learn to be by yourself, bro, then you don't like yourself. I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that, realistically. And I always say that, but really, you don't like yourself. I love being alone. I, <laughs> huh. Sometimes, sometimes I just need to be alone. Like I sometimes sometimes I just want to be alone and I need to be alone. So. Like I said, sometimes you got to learn how to be alone and live fast. You get nowhere fast. You, you're living fast, but you're not getting anywhere faster. It's like the rabbit and the tortoise. You know that story. Oh, I'm going to outrun you. Oh, but wait, I'm going to take a break because I'm living too fast. And then I pass you up. The to- I'm super slow. I'm the I'm a tortoise. <laughs> I'm a turtle. I'm not moving fast. They're like, oh, but I thought I was. No, patience. Patience is a virtue, man. And you got to learn how to be patient. If you want to face the world, but you guys are the best. If you stuck around this long, I appreciate you 1000%. Let's go ahead and give you a round of applause. If you stuck around this long, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. It's been, it's your boy, fly guy, D Y, the Prince of Seattle D York. And this has been another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace.